Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. Today we're discussing something we all need and want. Money. This is the third time that our guest, Olivia Jones, is joining us to share great things. Olivia has been featured in the book Heart Notes, an anthology of inspiring letters to matters of the heart, volume one. Hello, Olivia. Hello, hello, hello. All right. So happy to be here this afternoon. I'm so glad to have you here with us again. Come as many times as you can, okay? I'm going to do my best. All right. Well, let's just dive in. What is Heart Notes about, and how did you come to be featured in the book? Heart Notes is a book and an anthology with notes from the heart on the subject of abundance and most of the time, money, which is a letter that I wrote, uh, Dear Money. I wrote a letter to money to basically help establish and reestablish my relationship with money. And the book came about, I was actually in a class, a Draw Your Way to Abundance course with another young lady and her, she was my namesake. And she shared with me that she was doing a book on uh, money matters. And she's asked me to write a letter to money. And I said, okay, I'll write a letter to money. And at the time, I was revisiting how my relationship with money. What was my relationship with money like? Did I feel like I had an abundance? Or was I feeling that there was scarcity? And after taking the class, I realized that I have an abundance mentality, and as I wrote my letter to money, I realized that it shifted. My mindset toward money took on a shift. I was able to basically realize that there's an infinite source, that things constantly turning over, that money is always there. And and when I do things in a certain way, it comes more, I'm able to receive more. And when I am doing things in a certain way and I'm receiving more, then I'm able to give more and I'm able to live more on purpose. So I really have experienced a revolution in my relationship with money has transformed as a result of my experience of writing a Dear Money letter and being featured in the heart notes. So it's pretty much, like I said, from the heart, a note from the heart to money, and it transformed my relationship with money. Well, we're going to break this down a little bit more because I heard some things you said that I want to just go a little bit deeper on. What's an abundance mentality? You said you have one. You discovered it. Mm -hmm. What is an abundance mentality? 
So for an abundance mentality with me is knowing that there's plenty of everything to go around, that there's a source that's supplying the, everyone's need, and that that source is not going to go away. We're going to always be able to tap into whatever it is that we need, whether it's money, food, resources, all of those things are available to all of us. And being able to have that idea and know that there's an abundance of things gives you more freedom to do, to make better, to make choices. So when I say an abundance mentality, when I went through the Draw Your Way to Abundance course, we would have a prompt and we would actually draw a prompt based on what the idea was about. And one of the prompts was, you know, how do we relate to money or a childhood, what childhood thought came about as a result of relating to money. And one I wrote or actually drew a picture of just a whole bunch of oranges with the little leaf on them, so fresh off of the tree. And I just had lots and lots of oranges. Some people would think that if I didn't have just one orange, that that would have been scarcity. But there were a lot of oranges in my drawing. And then there's the idea of manifestation. So people have, and some people may not be familiar with manifestation, but to bring about things that you don't necessarily see that you desire, but they actually come to pass. So I wrote, drew a picture from a prompt of the, all these oranges. After I finished the Draw Your Way to Abundance course, someone gave me oranges off of a tree, just like my picture. How wonderful. So you you manifested it? The abundance. So there was like, it's there. The things that we need and desire are uh, open to us. Source provides it. God provides it, whatever, you know, however you choose to believe. I happen to believe in God, and I know that he meets all of my need, and, and I know that he's promised me an abundance, that I that he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. So for me, abundance, the abundant life is having more than enough of the things that I need, enough to be able to share it with someone else, enough of resources, enough money, enough food, enough drink, enough roof over my head, enough talent to have the things and desires that I want and to be able to pass those along and to be able to create my own happiness. All of these things are so much. <laughs> that is wonderful, though. But I've heard about manifesting things that you want and then if you dream it or if you ask for it, if you speak it, visualize it, whatever your phrase is about it, mm -hmm. at some point it's like you can then bring that thing into your life. Yes. Well, I don't want to be flippant, but today is Lotto Drawing Day. <laughs> How does one manifest the winning lotto ticket? Now is that a taboo? That one doesn't I work. I don't know. I don't have the I don't have the answer to that one. I just know that you can manifest lots of money. Now it, you can do it in unexpected and unexpected ways. 
but you I can't there's no guarantee on how it comes to pass now and one thing someone also suggested to me once I because I wrote a letter to money and someone suggested that money should write a letter back to me oh and I said, you know what? I have not done that exercise. These are exercises that we do. And write the letter, have the letter, like money, answer my letter that I actually wrote. And write it actually in, with my other, I, I'm right-handed, but write it, the money back with my left hand. And then take it over to my right hand to see what actually is, you know, my mind. What am I thinking as far as provision and, and money? But a lot of times our relationship with money is something that we don't necessarily take into account as to why we may make certain purchases or how we approach certain purchases or why we do certain purchases. And why even our total outlook on life can sometimes be centered around our relationship with money. And my Draw Your Way to Abundance course that I took gave me an opportunity to kind of delve a little deeper into how I look at money. Then when I was given the opportunity to write a letter, I thought I was just writing a letter for like, I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. And then the young lady, my namesake, Olivia Bo, she said that she they were putting together a book. So I was like, okay, this is fun. So there was the abundance right there because I thought I was just like sharing with someone. Then they're putting together a book. Then the book is published and now it's New York Times bestseller. No idea. And it's just out of sharing and giving. And when you're generous, it's like things just pop up almost like, uh, popcorn, pop, 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 things just come from. <laughs> it's like, oh, and then then you realize that there's so much more out there than you realize that there's, you. then you can see that you could even fathom. And that, that's, that's where you, like, overflow. That's where the abundance comes in because you're sitting here thinking, oh, well, there's really not enough. And then it's like all of a sudden it's just a river of so much and so much overflow that you don't have room enough to contain it. You have to share it because you can't keep it all to yourself. You have to be able to, you got to share it with someone else. It's got to go, you know, out. Outward. Yeah. Well, that's really <laughs> wonderful. Well, let me ask you something else. Are you in the awareness phase now that you've written your letter to money, now mm -hmm. that you've had that course, are you in the awareness phase where you can see and acknowledge this is the relationship I've had with money, this is the relationship I feel I'm having with money now, but are, when do you think you'll get to where you can see actual transformation of your relationship with money? Like, Do you have a before, a now, and... Next week's. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that in the course we kind of examined, you know, what we were taught as children, how you relate to money, and then how you're relating to money currently. As I look back, like the past, my idea of money was, although I had money, the, my ability to make more of it would sometimes feel 
stifled or I feel like I can't, you know, oh, I really can't make this money. Or if I make this money, there's something wrong or there's like this limiting belief as to what money can do. And so, yes, now I am in the process of transforming that. Like I have the ability to make as much money as I want. There is a millionaire within me. And I have, and I can really I believe that, and really tap into it, and really speak that, and know that it's possible. That there's a millionaire within you. me. Yes, there is a millionaire within, within you. me. Yes. yes, within you, and there's one everybody else within me. Yes, and then to be able to share that and empower, and that's the abundance too. Because if I was to take it and say, well, if there's just a millionaire within me, and I'm not. And you, Guess what? You can't have that scarcity. Yes. But if I am willing to say, hey, there's a millionaire within me. And I guess what? There's one within you, too. And I, and, and I want to share what I have and how I got here and how I got into this place of transformation and knowing that it's possible for you as well. That's abundance. That's not scarcity. There's like there's not enough for everybody to go around in scarcity. That with abundance, there's enough there's more than enough for everyone to go around. It's enough. And mo yes, more. There's like plenty and excess of resources for everyone. In your letter, mm -hmm. you talked about your dad telling you that you won't have money as an artist. But then you actually made money as an artist. Yes. Tell us about your art. And about the scholarship you established because of it. So I have been pretty much working as an artist, was a beauty consultant with Mary Kay. That has been my way of making money. And then we established a scholarship, my family and my father's memory. And uh, Dr. Oliver Jones, he was a political science professor at uh, Florida A&M University for over 27 years, for about 20, for 27 years. And so we wanted to honor him with that memory. And in that manner, we wanted to honor him, my sister and I, and my family. So we have in my, his sister created a scholarship along with his, her son, Don Say Jones, and his wife, Dorothy Jones, for a student in Georgia with a scholarship. And again, it's a memory and a way that we're honoring our father. And I think that my father's belief for how he made his money and how he took care of our family, he was a wonderful provider. He did great with us. Again, sometimes we have limiting beliefs that are imposed on us. And so I'm at now at a place where I've overcome those limiting beliefs. I, have, I am busting through and breaking through the limiting beliefs that my family may have had, now I know that it's possible. All things are possible. That I can do whatever I set my mind to, and in doing so, I can honor my father with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That is really quite touching. Mm -hmm. A lot of people wouldn't think of honoring their parents. Mm -hmm. in the way that you chose to do it. Yeah. And that was really very nice. Mm -hmm. um, some people will say, I've inherited a certain amount of money and I'm going to spend this money doing X. And it doesn't have to be frivolous. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm going to buy a better home for my grandmother to be in. 
or I'm going to do whatever they choose to do. But those things might only be here for today and no one else sees it tomorrow. What you've chosen to do lives on and someone else is carrying it forward. So that's really quite nice. Well, I say thank you for that, Ms. <laughs> Olivia. Yes. Now, another look. piece of that, you mentioned that your art is your Mary Kay consulting business. Yes, ma'am. Explain to us how being a Mary Kay consultant can also translate into being an artist. Well, with being in business for yourself, being a business owner, you have to be creative. You have to come up with uh, marketing ideas. You have to be able to connect, be people-oriented. And so there are different aspects of being creative, being able to design and create different ideas, I would imagine, to help to bring business in and to help make the world a better place. So art is, art imitates life and you can be creative in, in a variety of ways. It's not necessarily the traditional canvas to paint to canvas or brush to canvas type of thing. When you think of art, most people, you know, going to think of the brush to canvas or, but art is also theater. Art is the written, you know, literary. Art is how we express ourselves in a variety of ways. So therefore, people might not necessarily consider business as art, but it is. You have, you got to be creative to come up with various advertisements to bring business to you. So this gives me an opportunity to utilize my creative skills and interact with people because I love and enjoy interacting with people. So that's one of the ways that my desire and my initial dream to become an artist still lives out. And then um, creative, when you put together an outfit, you know, you can put together a clothing outfit and you're putting together your warm pinks, your blues, what have you, that's going to go with your skin tone. And then once you've gotten your skin taken care of and you a good skincare routine and then you're being creative, when you how you create your eye shadow, your blush, and your lip color. And that's also a piece of art. <laughs> well, quite frankly, that's what I visualized when you said, my Mary Kay business is my expression of art. Absolutely. And I'm thinking, hmm, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Because when you're assisting people to apply the makeup appropriately to their skin. And teaching them, because some people don't know how to apply makeup. I'm one of those people. <laughs> but you also have to consider what you said, colors. Mm -hmm. You have to consider skin tone. You have to consider even the clothing people are going to wear. Yeah. There's so many things that come into play. There's the creativity, Gloria. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, let's 
move away mm-hmm. from artistry and creativity right now. You talked about saying goodbye to your lack of money. Have you done that? I have said goodbye. Yes, it's over. <laughs> How yes, does that it's feel? <laughs> wonderful. It feels absolutely, it's liberating. It is so liberating. I actually went through and also began to write a letter, like this letter 10 times, you, you know, Dear Money, the, not only just the my letter that I published in the anthology, but I also did kind of like an affirmation of 10 times about to money to my ancestors and how I have now changed my outlook on money and how I earn money. And oftentimes people think that is not everybody, but you can examine your thoughts of money sometimes is the root of all evil. No, it gives you an opportunity to have choices. And money has now been defined as a tool. So I can use this tool to bring about choices for my life, to help others, to help myself. You know, I have experienced it being having none, no money whatsoever, and now the experience of being able to have money to do things that I enjoy. For instance, take a trip to Hawaii. I see this beautiful T-shirt you have ran with a Hawaii trip. You know, to have that choice to be able to go on a trip to Hawaii, to be able to travel when I get ready, it is liberating. It's empowering. And then if I can be able to share that with someone else and teach someone else how to do the same, that's what life is about. It's that I would think I, that makes me know that I'm living on my in purpose. Great. I'm not living for myself. No. And that brings us to the point when you say travel, shameless plug, Join us in Daytona Beach Shores, Florida in August. You'll hear more about that later. Milestone Divas in the mix. Boop, boop. Yes. <laughs> well, Olivia, please share some encouragement for the women that are struggling with money issues today. Hang in there and know that this too shall pass. It's all temporary. And things will turn around and have the belief in yourself to know that you have the ability to do whatever it is you set your mind to and know that you're not alone. If you need help, reach out to someone. There's always someone there who will support you and walk you through any challenging times. But Right. I would also write, challenge you to write your own letter. Do you an exercise. Write your letter, Dear Money. And then in, write it in your regular, in your strong hand, the regular hand that you write. And then write, let money write back to you. And you write it with the answer with your Dear Money letter. And remember, just keep going. No matter what it is you're facing, Keep on going. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you so much for joining us again and sharing your heart notes regarding money. I will place information about the book, Heart Notes, an anthology of inspiring letters to the matters of the heart. 
Volume 1 in the show notes for today's episode. Thank you again, Olivia Jones. Thank you, Gloria, for having me. Make the most of 2022 by adding Relax and Recharge, a Society of Milestone Divas summer retreat to your schedule of events. Join other Milestone Divas, women aged 50 and older, for this Oceanside Retreat at the beautiful Shores Resort and Spa in Daytona Beach Shores, Florida, from August 5th to August 8th, 2022. Enjoy a few days of relaxation, taking time for yourself to recharge after enduring the pandemic and making new friends. Contact Chanel Jefferson, Travel Advisor, at Holiday Cruises and Tours for retreat and hotel reservations. Her number is 850-386-7327, extension 206. Website is funseas.com slash milestone divas. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.